Great. So I thought, what's really interesting is, you might not know this, um, but we're just about, almost there, at the 10-year anniversary of Paul and Sarah officially leading church. Now, they've been on leadership for much longer than that, but they have been the official senior pastors for just about almost 10 years. So that's what I wanted to focus on. Right? Yeah. Anyone that's done anything in ministry knows 10 years is a long time and it's a great achievement. And we wanted to first and foremost, before we even talked about sabbatical, just congratulating you and, and thanking you and saying, well done for 10 faithful years. But I want you to do most of the talking. So can you just give, um, maybe each of you, just give us a highlight from the last 10 years, something that has been a personal highlight over the last 10 years for you individually? That's okay. Okay. Um, I think there's so many things, thinking about this question, there's so many things we could say. There's so many wonderful people, so much love over the years. Um, I think if I look back and reflect, I think taking the church on when we took it on, um, you know, there were so many great things, but there's so many things that weren't so good as well, and we had to bring it to a different place. So I think bringing it to a healthier place, the staff to a healthier place, um, creating more trust within the team, that was probably one of the highlights initially, embedding those values and seeing that, you know, actually work. Um, and then the other one for me, it's probably a bit more personal, but um, when I went to Uganda in 2002, I gave my life to Christ. There was a guy there a prophetic, with a prophetic ministry, and he said to me, you're gonna go home, you're gonna get married, you're gonna have kids. He said, you're gonna lead. And he said, you're gonna bring people back to Africa. Wow. And at the time I heard that, I'd just given my life to Christ. I was broken, I was hurting. Um, I didn't think anyone loved me or cared about me. Um, but at that point when they said that, I realized God had a plan for my life. And I came home and I met Sarah. And, um, you know, we've had beautiful children. I've been blessed. And then I've been back to Africa. But this year, next year, hopefully we're going to be taking a team out. Um, taking, hopefully, 100 wheelchairs back out to Africa. I'm going to take a team out. So for me, that's a personal prophecy that I've seen fulfilled. And I'm blessed to see that. Um, but to take people out and see people being blessed in Africa and, and other missions as well. So that's probably one of my highlights because it's close to my heart and God's been faithful um, to fulfill that. So that's mine. That's brilliant. Great, Paul. Sarah, do you want to give us sort of your own personal experience? Yeah, just, just to let you know, I've got vertigo. So if you think I'm a bit strange this morning, that is why I'm a bit stiff and a bit peculiar and a bit slow. So I do apologize. It is much better. I'm fine. But if you just think I'm being a bit bizarre i just thought i'd rather tell you it's usually me that's the bizarre one yeah i'm just joining with you we're just, just becoming just one feeling left out this joining morning with you in your weirdness. come on it's taken us nearly 20 years of marriage but i'm getting there um unfortunately my normalness has not rubbed off on you has it <laughs> never mind pray for us this next eight weeks god knows what's going to come back to you um sorry ben i'll answer your question i think for me a real personal highlight has been seeing people grow um i think for me personally, my own relationship with God, I always felt like God always had hope in me and that there was hope for everything that I struggled with and everything that I was broken because of and that there was hope and God brought me out of that. So being able to see other people experience that hope, other people grow, other people develop and find their gifting. You know, doing EHS for the whole church this last month has been such a blessing and encouragement for me. Um, so I think that's sort of the highlight for me this last 10 years is to see all of you grow and all of you develop and all of you break through and all of you step out into ministry and calling is it's just blessed 
people in the building from in the community and the building opened up especially this last couple of years building bridges with so many different um, organizations it's been a real blessing and encouragement to me i love love to see that so yeah that's that's amazing that's great that does deserve a round of applause and for all for the for all the great wonderful people and you all are amazing people a lot of that wouldn't have happened without, most of that, all of that wouldn't have happened without Paul and Sarah. So incredible achievement um, after 10 years. So what we wanted to make sure we got across with this Sunday is that this isn't the end. This is just the beginning. And we want to look ahead for a minute. So imagine your 20-year anniversary. What do you, what's your hopes and dreams? What are you most looking forward to in the next 10 years? When you put it like that, 10 years, that I'll still be here doing this is the you know, most ministers only last on average seven years. So we've done 10 years. Wow. I think that's pretty impressive. If we can get to 20 years, you know, I, I think, you know, that's that's a great achievement. But only by the grace of God, I'll be honest, that we get there, do we not? And that's what we need each day is God's grace. But um, for the next 10 years, I think I'm excited because, you know, we've, church have invested in myself this is a personal thing invested in myself in doing a master's and I think the benefits of that have not yet been seen so I think the benefits of doing that and then developing investing in more people is only going to benefit the whole church is it not and I think so if you can see that and see the benefits and I've been blessed to be blessed by the church and, and, and being an investment because we're believing for the next 10 years so the church has been able to invest in, in me and in us and that will invest in the church it's the same with this sabbatical you're investing in a sabbatical you're investing in us so it's going to benefit the next 10 years so who benefits from this we all do if you can understand that by faith you'll see that you're a part of me and i'm a part of you with the body so if i benefit you benefit if you benefit i benefit we all benefit do we not so i'm excited for the next 10 years what that brings and another one is also links with life links international i'm excited for that linking with other churches and internationally and also with lift ministries as well and what goes there so and obviously the church growing and seeing people come to faith so brilliant sarah um i think for me it's just seeing us continue to build healthily continue to build and be rooted into jesus but also be rooted with one another um for me the biggest thing for us as a church is that we connect together and we work together through the best and through the worst of times um, and, the, and, and through that that we're rooted in Jesus and I think for the next 10 years I'm, I said to someone last week after the series they were like oh you know we'll miss you and I was like I'm just looking forward to coming back and it's like and they're like you haven't even gone yet I said I know but you know it'd been such a great Sunday last Sunday we were so excited we love you all so much love serving alongside of you it's a great one of the greatest privileges of my life is to be able to serve God and build kingdom with you all so I'm looking forward to coming back in a few weeks time and just being able to let's go again let's build again let's believe again let's see salvations again let's go after the prodigals again let's let's build church again and believe that God's kingdom come in in our lives and in this community and in this world through everything that we do to serve God so yeah. great answer brilliant Okay, thinking about sabbatical, you've kind of already answered this, but what, what, what are you hoping to get out of this next eight, nine weeks on sabbatical? Um, obviously, we want to we want to grow in our relationship with God, so that's obviously a prior, priority, meeting and finding Jesus in new ways. I mean, you, we can all do that on a daily basis, but believe me for that. But also, uh, for us as a family, you know, we want to have fun together. It's important to have fun, is it not? 
life can be serious, it can be hard. So we want to go and have time together, quality time with family, have fun. And I think that's probably our priority. And obviously we're believing for renewal. It's a year of renewal. So let's believe for renewal for us. And then obviously that will affect the church. So that's kind of, I think, what I would say. And the other thing is um, reflecting on the past. So you can look back and reflect what have we done well, what can we learn from in order to enhance our future as well. So it'll be a time of reflection as well in order to go forward. Great. Sarah, your thoughts? Um, I think one of the things I'm hoping to get out of it, something that I felt God really spoke to me about when I recommitted my life um, 20 years ago was um, just about the the shalom of God. And, and shalom, it, it means peace, but it also means peace, fulfillment and restoration. And I just felt God reminded me of that again recently. And I just believe that for me personally, that's what I believe God wants to do. He wants it to be a time of peace, fulfillment, and restoration in areas. And, you know, I think I think my biggest heart, and I've, I've begun to read a few books in preparation for sabbatical and, and just to spend some time with God in a different way in preparation for sabbatical. And it's really encouraged me about having a closer walk with Jesus. And, and my heart is, is that during this time, I will, I will get a closer walk with Jesus that I won't be able to step away from it. And because of that, I'll be able to bring that back and be able to share that with, with all of you, that we will all have a closer walk with Jesus, that we need more of him in our lives. So. That's great. Okay, so in a moment, at the end of this segment, you're going to pray for us, if that's okay, because that's what they've, they've asked. But before we get to that point, can you just tell us how can we pray for you we'll do it at the end of the service but over the next few weeks how can we be praying for you um obviously you've just heard i was going to say this sarah's obviously struggling with um vertigo and it's sarah wouldn't like this attention on it but you know one of the biggest challenges we we face is health we need to be healthy do we not emotionally physically but physically one of the things sarah does struggle with is this vertigo so it, it, it is a challenge for us so my my prayer request would be um, is Paul, it's slightly different context Paul writes, sorry not Paul, John writes in 3 John 1 he's, he prays about them being in health so I'm going to read it to you, is that okay? so if you read this and pray this for us it says, dear friend I pray, so it's 3 John 1 verse 2, it says dear friend, I pray that you may enjoy good health and that all may go well with you even as your soul is getting along well. I hope we're going to get along all right, Barry. But that's my, that's my request. Can you pray that for us? That we'll be in good health. And I know we can't control everything and we have to face things. We have to go through things. But it's, it's, it's the challenges that you face is with your health. And that's probably the biggest challenge for us um, on, a, on a daily, weekly basis. Is that okay? Can you pray health for us? Our souls will prosper as well, not just physically, but our souls will prosper through this and we'll come through spiritually um, and emotionally healthy. Great. I'm just bookmarking that verse just now, live on stage. Um, so at the end of the service, we're going to pray and gather around and pray for Paul and Sarah. And of course, during the time that they're away, as Paul has been saying, pray that prayer for them. But to end this moment, um, if you're happy, would you pray for us? Um, you can do that however you want. You can stand up, sit down. You can, we can, you take over. You're the pastor. You take over. Okay, so I'm going to pray this over you that I've just read. Is that okay? You're my friends. Dear friends, I pray that you may enjoy good health and that all may go well with you, even as your soul is getting along 
well. And Father, I pray for this congregation that in this time, in this sabbatical period, Father, this congregation would grow. This congregation would flourish. This congregation would go in love for one another. This congregation would rise up in challenges, Father. And Lord, as we come back and we see one another again, it'll be like we've never been apart. And But Father, we will see people and go, wow, look at the difference in these people. Look at the growth that we've seen in these people. And Father, I pray that they would know you more and more. They would rely on your grace. They would rely on your love. Every day of their lives, Lord, they would go deeper with you. Father, I thank you for the team. We bless them in Jesus' name. I thank you for the trustees. I thank you for the leadership team. I thank you for the staff team. Father, I thank you for all that they're willing to put forward and wherever they're willing to put their hands. Father, we bless them in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray your peace over every individual in this church. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. 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 Thank you very much to you both. Can we give Paul and Sarah a round of applause? There'll be plenty of opportunities to do that.